Come on, man. Know what it is? episode 97, man. It's your boys, Ryan and Paul. Yeah, Paul and Ryan, man. 9997, you hear me? We out yes, here. Sir. Yes, sir. I should throw a flex bomb just because. Master who graced us, right? Right, um, right, many 90s and early 2000s songs, yes, sir. probably produced a lot of stuff that people don't even know about. Honestly, oh, of course, of course, he definitely had uh albums and whatnot under his name, too. Right. So, so you know, put some respect on uh Flex Day, man. He's definitely. One of the uh, greatest DJs of all time. I'm going to say it, even though he's become a little bit of a meme recently. But uh, that's what you got to do to stay focused nowadays or yes. stay relevant with the kids. Yeah, yeah. But let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get straight into it, man, because I know and I see Gordo right now in the card. So I'm going to just tell him. But, you know, let's get it started because, um, you know, he was kind of talking uh, sports for a little bit. Right. Hold on. Hold on. Earbud just went out. It's all good. What's good in the sports world, man? Sports right. World. So this ESPN sources talk about Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Pau Gasol, Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, and Greg Popovich are among the finalists who've been elected into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2023. Right. Formal announcements should come at the Final Four in Houston this weekend. Right. And the McDonald's Classic just just uh passed too, right? And I think uh, LeBron's son was in it, Bronny. Oh, bro, Bronny actually, uh, he participated yeah. in the dunk contest for that. And I right. had to make a joke earlier. I'm like, Bronny already better than his pops. Because, you know, LeBron yeah. never participated in any type of dunk contest. So, like, what are we doing? Right. He just showed uh, his skills and shit to get uh, recruited and get drafted, obviously. Right. Yeah, but he never participated in the contest, son. Which would have probably been, I mean, come on now, LeBron, like, he had hops back then. I mean, he still got hops, huh? I ain't knocking him, you know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking him. He aged like fine wine, but, you know, he definitely had some hops back then. I know everybody was excited to see him come in the league. What you what you think about this uh, this Hall of Fame bit, though? Dwayne Wade? Hey, man, I mean, he deserve it. He deserve it. Um, mm -hmm. I kind of expected maybe Dwayne Wade to get inducted maybe a little later. Mm. But he definitely deserves it. I mean, he's had uh, a storied career. He, he's got, you know, he's got rings to his name. I guess when I'm just looking at the other names, you know, Dirk, Pow, Tony, these people I feel like were from, like, maybe a generation before. But I guess yeah. Dwayne was really playing with him. I mean, was he like? What's the timeline? Is 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 my timeline correct, or was Dwayne Wade kind of like a generation after those guys, or like a few years after those guys? Nah, D Wade. I, I think he's around the same time, especially Powell, because right. I think D D D Wade might have been a little bit younger in the game when Powell was playing with Kobe and all them boys over there at the Lakers. Because I think it was like Derek Fisher. It was like Kobe. You know what I mean? It was like Shaq on on the center. Robert Horry, that click. Yes, sir. Know, yes, sir. When they were doing their thing, you know, Lakers really had a whip back then, especially right. with, with the diesel, you know. Um, but yeah, man, D Wade, man, you gotta give him his flowers, though. Gotta give him his flowers. I mean, Dirt, he he always he he changed the game. His shot, him moving as a big man, you know, a shooting big man. Right. Uh, shit. After that, I think it was a whole slew of cats coming out of college shooting from the three point line, seven one. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> <All> right. <yeah. laughs> on some dirt. 
Hey, and, and I mean, you, you, you said Robert Ori, man. I know people, people kind of, you know, nowadays it's uh, what it's uh, you know, Steph Curry, and you know, everybody gives him the props for kind of, you know, elevate or not elevating, but evolving the game to be, you know, you know, have people take more threes and things like that. But we definitely got to give uh, shouts out to uh, Robert Ori, hundred percent, and, and um. I'm forgetting his name right now, but he was in uh I'm pretty sure he was uh was he in He Got Game? Who was that player? Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Ray Allen was another Ray Allen was another uh pioneer of the three point shot. <laughs> like we gotta shout out Ray Allen and Robert Ory when it comes to uh uh three point uh shooting in the NBA. So yeah, definitely, man. yeah. It was definitely some championships won on the back of those two brothers. You know, 100%. For sure, for sure. And look, you know, since we still on sports, I was in my email today. I was in my email today, and I see, join us for DePaul night with the White Sox. Oh, nice. And did they start doing this? Like, I leave DePaul, and all of a sudden, they start doing good things. Right. But, yeah, right. man. And I was, Smart marketing, though. Because then you get the students who may not be from in town, you know what I mean, who go to DePaul. Right, right. Now, now they introduced to the Sox, and the Sox right. can promote their, you know, season coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, a, that's a hell of a cross-market campaign, hooking some students. Now, what we got, Um, what do you, I guess, what are we looking at for the next season when it comes to the Sox? Like, are hey, we man. set up well? Did we make the right trades during the offseason? Like, how are we looking? Well, all season ain't over. You know, they're playing their uh they're playing their um spring spring training games right now. And right. uh, you know, unfortunately I wasn't able to make it to one. When I was in A Z um not too long ago, I was hoping that uh they would have a spring training game I can I can go to. But um I mean, man, to be honest with you, they haven't made too many moves, but they had a solid core. So I'm just hoping that, you know, uh the coaching staff and have faith in the organization. They know what they're doing moving forward. They got they got faith in these young guys. And, of course, my boy uh, Tim Anderson, shout out to him, who played on the USA team in, uh, in the um, the actual World Baseball Classic that just passed by, you know. Uh, shout out, to, shout out to, to to Japan, you know. They, they, they did us in, man. But yeah, that's it. You know, we're the opponents because they've definitely been showing out for years now, and they got a deep respect and love for the game. So they really do. Wouldn't have it any <laughs> – wouldn't lose to anyone else, you know, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%, man. In the U.S., we, you know. We took second, which we should, because we got some of the top baseball talent in the world here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, I, I'm just hoping for a good season, bro. You just want your team to compete. And in, in any game, in any situation, you want to show up and just compete. You know what I'm saying? So Right, right. That's what it is. Got to do your thing. Got to do your thing out here. So, like, all right, basketball, we got, we got uh, baseball hey, down. We got an event coming up. See, got an event coming up. We got thank an you. event coming up. We do got thank an event you. coming up. And we got it. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you again for reminding me. April 7th. I was uh, just talking to uh, my guy earlier, Phoenix, about that. So April 7th, man. If you're in the Toronto area, if you're in Canada, in the uh, Toronto area, I was going to say in the Canada area. That's a huge yeah. area. Yeah. But yeah. in the Toronto, Canada area, for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, we're going to be performing downtown uh, Canada. 
there's going to be, you know, from one to seven, it's going to be a pop-up with a lot of brands and things like that. So you're going to be able to cop some merch from me, cop some merch from uh, Phoenix, some merch from Rare Awareness as a whole, the big brand. Um, but at eight o'clock, you know, that's when the show starts. So, you know, we'll be up there performing a few songs from um, our recent projects you know me iso and you know phoenix with i can't go out sad we're definitely gonna uh perform that lifestyle of a g which is going crazy man like i can't even explain it it's around damn near like 90k on uh youtube right now so it's like shouts out man thank you because because sometimes i'm looking at it like damn like I, I, I wish i had the stats like we released that through vivo so sometimes I'm even asking myself, are all of these from YouTube or is some of this from Apple Music, some from Tidal? But, right. you know, you start to, you know, at least in this area, you start to see a lot of people who will now be like, bro, I played that like 10 times or I played that 20 times. Or I put this on for this person or someone will be like, oh, you're from that video. So, you know, you do start to see a little bit of of the results of that work, you know, outside now, which is cool. And then on top of that, um, shit, I mean, 12, he's on the song. So at the end of the day, it's like, that's a big draw. And he's currently putting out like a, a, a new single on Friday and stuff like that. So it's yeah. going to be cool to link with him again. You know, hopefully he per performs a new single on Friday. Yeah. And then he also said that, uh, the video for, you know, the name, which, uh, Phoenix and I got a cameo in as well. That should be dropping soon. But, you know, his editor's taking some time to, like, finish that up and stuff like that. So definitely a lot of uh, good opportunities. It's going to be my first time performing outside of the States. So. Man, got to get it well documented. Right, right, right. In the building. Yes, sir. And, uh, man, maybe we can get 12 of you on here, bro. We do got that 100 coming up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm going to have to bring that up at the show. I'm going to be like, dog, what's up? Because, you know, like, the first the first time we actually, like, linked with 12 v like, at, um, and I still have this footage. I still got to put it together. But when we linked with him at, you know, this pop-up shop, pop shop in D.C., you know, he he came around with his camera, like filming everything, and like we had our shit. And I was like, "Yo, shout out COD TV!" And he was like, "Yo, COD TV, this, this, and that." So, so definitely be like, bro, when you drop that album, would you want to be on the pod? That would be crazy. Hey man, that'd be crazy, bro. And it'd be <laughs> especially him. You know what I'm saying? Linking up with you on a musical tip. You know, if anybody yeah. ever to the COD, you know how deep you know our guys are into hip hop. Yes, and, sir. Um, we're trying to stay relevant and, and, and moving forward, bro. Full speed ahead. So, my exactly. guy, big shit coming up, man. Come on. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Big so. shit popping. Little shit stopping, man. <laughs> we all, man. So, look, look out for that for sure. And we got to play that. We got to play something with you and, uh, you know, Rare, Rare Awareness at the end of the, the COD 97. The episode, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I ain't Make, mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Make sure you grab the right right track and, uh, you know, get Phoenix involved. And, you know, we're going to work it out. Exactly. 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 It's going to be it's going to be good times, man. It's going to be good times. Um, And, you know, not to switch to anything, not to switch to anything too crazy, but this is going to be a. A quick, <laughs> a quick, heavy, sharp turn, a heavy, sharp turn. No, but no, we do no. have to be serious for a little bit. Um. What's going on, man? Another school shooting, Nashville. 
this time a woman, something that we haven't really seen so far in in these situations. Um, sad that, you know, kids and, you know, some teachers had lost their life, but. Yeah, I mean, but you know, what's I don't I mean, I'm still kind of lost, you know, what's kind of like going on? What's the what was the motive? Do we have any like new details? I mean, no, they they just, you know, I guess uh, she sent some Instagram DMs to somebody talking crazy. I, I don't know, you know, and obviously they're trying to they're trying to reach for the, you know, uh, um, mental disorder. You know what I mean? She has something Usual. wrong. And yeah, the huge, the huge. But I mean, come on, man, who? How can you ever justify? justify shooting up a school you know what i mean I don't, I don't care how you know how how bothered you are or how, how you know what you have going on um that's just something that you know most people wouldn't even think about it's like the most vulnerable place you know what i'm saying you can go and it's sad to just see another one man this is becoming too too uh regular too regular of a thing bro too regular of a thing look i'm lost for words even talking about it because i mean how do you talk about it we've talked about it like eight times you know what right I mean? Right. It's always like, what's the solution? You know, yeah. they're going to go for any solution. So. Right. It's just right. tough. You know, it's like. Yeah. Silence. That's really all you can uh, can do in these situations. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. You know, they got board meetings. They pushing for gun control, all this stuff. But is anything really going to happen? I mean, you know, they got to do something. Uh you know, not to infringe on anybody's rights. Never, know? never. But, but, <laughs> I mean, the proof is in the pudding, man. I mean, this is happening way too much. So, you know, that's my opinion on that. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe, maybe it's got to be some type of, uh, yeah, you know, background mental health checks. I mean, these just seem like the easy things to do, but clearly we, we glossing over anything that's easy. So, Right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, um, the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and right. over. And, and, like and look, what, what the, when I kept saying we'll figure it out, I was going to really about to go into like capitalism and be like, well, of course, that's what's kind of keeping us here because it's a lot of money in guns. You know, it's a lot of money in, in drama. It's a lot of money in chaos. It's a lot of money in politics. Um, but when I start going down that road, I gotta bring up uh Proz from the Fujis. I don't know if you heard about this. Proz well, my boy. Ooh la la la. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout out Proz, shout out the Fujis for show, sure, but um right. you know, he's in a he's in a little predicament right now. Mm. He's uh facing some federal charges. Yeah, conspiracy, conspiracy and other charges in DC, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right around the way. You know, he's uh he's he's facing some charges basically saying that he he accepted what 20k or not, no, way more than 20k, 21 million. <laughs> Hold on. 21 million. He's he uh, you know, allegedly accepted 21 million from a Malaysian billionaire and he was told to, you know, funnel some money to support Obama's uh, campaign run. Right. So, you know, Prize was funneling money to all these different, like, what, organizations and super PACs and ghost this and ghost that so nothing comes back to him. And 
you know, along the way, this kind of, I guess, the the bribing and money laundering kind of continued into what they're saying into uh, Trump's administration. So he was doing this for a while. And, you know, it didn't just stop at politics, but, you know, that money from the Malaysian billionaire was also used to fund, uh, you know, movies like The Wolf of Wall Street and shit like that. Right. So there's a lot of uh, potential star witnesses who can be called, you know, people like Leonardo DiCaprio, people like Rudy Giuliani, um, Steve Bannon. So it's like it's like a whole lot of celebrities. It's a whole lot of politicians. Anybody who might have come in contact with that money might have come in contact with prize might know, you know, what was actually going on. This Malaysian billionaire they're, they're saying is still at large in China, like kind of like laying low and things like that. But yeah, man, definitely something I did not have on my uh, 2023 bingo card. No, not at all, bro. And then you got to, you know, it begs the question, right? What's the motive here, bro? Right. Like you, you're funding movies, you know, you're funding uh, um, political candidates. Um, my question is this, though, bro. There's a lot. There's a lot of private money that goes into politics. Right. That goes into you know investments that goes into everything i mean look at tiktok right now you know they they're getting they're getting ran down by the government because of its chinese ties you know right 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 um, but like you know there's a lot of foreign money floating around so right. um wall street journal they say <laughs> wall street journal says uh something that's pretty funny it says rapper prize michael is unlikely defended in case of international skullduggery Skullduggery. <laughs> they brought the old. <laughs> they brought the old terms out. They brought the ancient terms out. What were you on? <laughs> well, bro, they said skullduggery, right? <laughs> right, right. But it's funny though because, like, man, aren't we giving money over to? I mean, I know it's a conflict, but aren't we giving money into Ukraine? So we're gonna have some right. kind of influence. You know what I mean? I mean, exactly. we, uh, we have. We, you, you know, have, it doesn't stop there. America's damn near had their hands in a million foreign election so yeah, yeah and i'm not trying to yeah. disregard this case of right. a malaysian billionaire but i mean do we got beef with malaysia like i'm pretty sure that it's a lot of billionaires for a foreign whatever that you know uh right do business here in the u.s and right. money to you know political whatever's to move their businesses forward and shit i'm pretty sure it, you know i would have interest in in any politician you know and yeah, and I mean, look, and you brought it up—the Wolf of Wall Street. Like, you know, right. he's in the entertainment too. So, like, what's the what's the motive? Right. What what's really going down? Like, yeah. how does the Wolf of Wall Street uh, factor into this? Are there some messages that he wanted Americans to see and things like that? I mean, it was and, a great it was a great movie. <laughs> oh, I loved it. <laughs> and look, look, look. I mean, when we, when we talk about uh, messages and things like that, you know, let's go back to that TikTok because that was a huge uh, story, you know, this past, you know, few weeks as well. So, hey, bro, and the CEO, I don't know if it's the owner or the CEO or the chairman. I forget it, you know, but he's a, of Chinese uh, descent, Asian dude. Mm-hmm. And he even said it. He was like, he was like, hey, like TikTok's not even legal in China. Right. TikTok's not legal in China. He said all of my data, my data storages, you know, everybody who runs TikTok. Uh, you know, even the company itself is an established company in the U.S. Like, you know, well, there's, there's no Chinese ties. This is what he said. Well, I, that's I true. That's true. I was just going to say that the CEO is from Singapore. Right. But yeah, he, he did say that in China. Right. It's not, you know, so in America, that's where the business is mainly run. 
Right. Right, right. So, I mean, to me, I'm not going to lie. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if TikTok gets banned. Just because, just because, like, I've seen what it's done to the music industry. In some, in some cases, people like that. People are like, oh, it's great for music discovery. You know, yeah. it blows, it blows songs up. But in my kind of experience, it's just random, you know? So it doesn't, so to me, the algorithm on TikTok doesn't necessarily mean like, I mean, at some point, people are going to latch on to what's good. Right. But we do know that TikTok doesn't necessarily seem natural. You know, you can put something up and it can do like a million views and you don't know why. And you could put something up and it can only do like 200 views and you don't know why. You know, and that's for anybody across the board. You don't have to be famous or not. So it's just like to me, it's like the algorithm will pick and choose. So when something blows up initially, it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. It's just right. the algorithm picked you and you're lucky this time. And right. I feel like it's made the music industry lazy. Because now your executives don't care. They just go on TikTok, they scroll, they say what's hot. Let's sign this guy. Let's put money behind it. That doesn't necessarily mean shit's going to be sustainable or people actually like it or if it's just a meme or not. So to me, if TikTok goes away, of course, you're still going to have YouTube shorts. You're still going to have Instagram reels. You're still going to have all this other stuff that basically copies TikTok. Um. But, you know, hopefully I would just hope that the music industry gets back on their job because before then it was SoundCloud that they just leaned on. So, I mean, now that I'm speaking, TikTok's not the problem. But I guess in relation to the music industry, and of course, that's something I'm close to. Right. I just don't like the music industry using things as crutches. Like, let's actually go for good sounding music. Let's develop artists again. You know, right. we don't have to just wait for what the algorithm tells us was hot because of course that's fleeting. Right. It's not really sustainable. Let music be the art that it is. Right. And it's not about the clicks. It's about the, you know, the, the, the actual substance. Right. Right. And, um, what I have noticed on TikTok, uh, I dude, I posted one video on TikTok. That's it. I got yeah. one video on TikTok and that's when yeah. I was at the waste management, open the golf thing. And uh, man, I got a thousand views. Boom. Look, quick, quick. A thousand, and I didn't even put all the hashtags. People were telling me about all the hashtags to get yeah. it on or whatever. Hashtags, caption, you got the voice yeah, over. Yeah, right, right. I didn't do all the algorithm stuff. I just posted it up, and I got a thousand. Right, right. right. And um, you know, sometimes I, I see stuff that I want to see, but a lot of times, bro, like I click on my home, and like you said, the algorithm just puts stuff in front of me that I might not want to see necessarily. Yeah. But it's just like, boom, this video, this video, this video, this video. And I'm looking at it, but I ain't really looking at it. I'm just kind of like scrolling and going through. But it would count me as a view. Right, exactly. It would count me exactly. as a view. But I'm not even necessarily looking for that particular thing. That's one thing that I don't like about it. So it's kind of like forcing certain information down your throat. You know what I mean? Right, right. Whether Forced. you want it or not. Yeah. And another thing, I don't know if this is real because, you know, what you were saying about it's, you know, it's illegal in China and things like that. Um, you know, for a while I was hearing that TikTok in America pushes all this either chaos or entertainment or just mindless BS on you. But I also heard that TikTok in China, which I got to confirm now because, you know, we were just saying how the CEO is saying that it's illegal in China. 
Right. But, um, you know, the rumor that I was the original rumor that I was hearing was TikTok in China or overseas blasts out like positive videos, you know, people doing homework, people getting A's, people studying, you know, people being good Samaritans, doing good acts and stuff like that. So if yeah. you think about that, whether it's China or just another foreign government, just making sure their people see positivity but then they make sure the american side sees negativity something to think about i don't know if it's real or not but it is something to think about like but hey hey books trip to china to to see uh you know test this uh theory out. right see what's going down man mm -hmm. but yeah i mean I guess overall, if TikTok does get banned, what's the implication? Are we just saying that from now on we can ban anything? Is it a censorship issue or is it really a national security issue because it's a foreign company? And this is the thing, right? This is the thing. This is why it's such a big deal. You right. know what I mean? Because I had somebody else say that earlier. Why is, this, why is it a big deal? It's a huge deal because you have the government, you know, pretty much saying, I don't know if they... They don't have any real concrete evidence uh, as of now. Right. But, you know, it's tied to China. Chinese are spying on us. You know what I mean? Like, all these things, um, is it violating, like, you know, this company's IP uh, licensing and shit? Maybe. Right. Maybe. Um, is it violating, you know, people's freedom of speech, which could be poor? Because it's like, you know, TikTok is just a bunch of people on there putting their stuff, right? Right. Is, it, is it hurting people's businesses who operate strategically on TikTok? Artists, musical music artists who promote their stuff specifically on TikTok? You know right, right. Like, and you see, you see, I'm telling you, I'm telling you how I might feel with it in relation to the music industry on, right. oh, it's a crutch, it's this, it's that. But there's other people who have found success through TikTok Shit, I mean, I'm on TikTok right now trying to push my music. Like, hey, can't beat them, join them. But hey, at the same time, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are, like, shaking. Like, damn, this is where I blew up. This is where I'm getting my fans. This is my yeah. main marketing driver. Some random artist, Little Bo Red from wherever. The <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He make, like, he making catchy tunes. They dancing to it, putting it in their videos. And right. his, his stuff's going viral. And he getting paid a little check off of it. Like... You cutting off his well-being now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Can the government do that? And, there's been a and not just that, but there's been a, just a lot of TikTok stars, people who are just on TikTok as content creators, whether they've just been doing the silly dances or they're actually doing content. They're not right. musicians. They're not this. They're not that. They're literally stars that blew up on TikTok. Right. TikTok is I'm paying them and they're getting... They're getting deals, you know, the what the Dixie DeMello and all these other people. And where and do I'm, they go? Right. And I imagine the uh, class actions and, 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 you know, and lawsuits and shit are, are going to be, man, it's going to be a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, shut it down so i just think that 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 right now they're putting pressure on them to put certain things in place so they can prove that people's content are, are you know what i mean protected mm -hmm. but if i really look at it man like this is a legal battle man like they, oh, yeah. 
if they get it shut down, like, I mean, think about it. If you if you quit your job and your business became, you know, popular off of TikTok and you use TikTok to promote it and that's what people buy and see your products, see your right. new products, whatever, and then they shut it down, you know, they just killed the little man, right? They just they just smashed your your independent so, business. So. I mean, that's the, you can take that to court all day. Exactly. <laughs> and they're going to have to, you know, scramble now to build a presence on whether it be YouTube or Instagram or, or something like that, yeah. or Facebook. And the thing about all those platforms is they don't have the same algorithm. So no. you're not going to get on there and, and you know, start, pick up where you left off. You know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, you're, you know, you built up a following base and a follower base and they will follow you from platform to platform. But if you have to build up again, it's going to be a rude awakening for some people. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be as smooth. You're not going to know the same tricks, the same hashtags. Right same times to post so yeah. yeah and in times like that man when when stuff is shaky and, and you know like i said it hasn't happened but if tiktok does go down i mean some other companies gonna step in and create something similar to tiktok they might exactly be, be room for a new platform it's not know? going it's yeah it's gonna be the same it's gonna be the same like i said all these other places already have tiktok like videos right or style videos on their platform but yeah you're just gonna have another company come up and I mean, shit. Before TikTok, you had Vine. <laughs> you know, yeah. Vine was Vine was dope. Yeah, dope. Vine was short form videos, seven seconds and shit like that. You know, uh, I think TikTok just added that little scroll feature, so you're just forever scrolling, yeah. <laughs> forever scrolling. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I said, uh, that's probably the the my least favorite thing about it is because it's like irritating. It's like, damn, bro, like I kind of want to control what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll get you <laughs> caught up. That's yeah. why, like, I tell people, like, because there's people who tell me horror stories, like, you ever swiped until the end of TikTok? I'm like, what you mean? They'll be like, sometimes, like, I don't know if it's like if you've been swiping for like an hour or two, maybe three, TikTok will be like, I think it's time to take a break. And they will stop you from scrolling or looking at any new videos. And it's like, damn, I don't want to get to that level. So, like, I ain't going to lie. Anytime I open up TikTok or go on TikTok, I don't scroll. I go straight to my page, post, and I get out. Just because yeah. I've heard of how addictive it is. I'm like, I can't get caught up. <laughs> it, really, it really is, though, bro. It right. Really I mean, even and that's social media in general, right? I've caught myself. I've caught myself. I got something to do, or then boom, I get a notification, right? And I and I jump on. Next thing I know, I'm I'm 15 pages from the original page that I was on. You know, right, what I'm right. And, you don't even know. And I gotta shake myself out of it. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's a form of hypnotism, almost. You know what I mean? Like, it grabs you. And uh, yeah, TikTok is definitely that. They definitely got that down pat. They uh, they know how to. To, to shovel you that content that's for sure that's, that's for probably sure. why they so scared because like you know a foreign company or you know china or singapore they they're the ones that got you cut you know your child's heart right now so i right. can see all these politicians looking at their kid like get off right. tiktok <laughs> right right and your kids dinner, is hooked and you at the dinner table your kid right here you know right right look conversation don't want to watch a movie, no nothing. Want to go and get back on their phone or right back on the laptop or back on their video game, and that's it. 
I've seen it a million times, you know. I even uh I went to dinner with my family and my my aunt, she was like, Man, like put the phones up, like we're here with the family type of right. deal. Right, right, talk. It was made a lot of sense, but I could tell in my little cousin's faces that it was like, what? Right, like oh, I got I gotta talk to you. <laughs> I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss the new meme. I'm gonna, you know, it's like, damn. Right. It's like, did, you see, like, did you see that TikTok I sent you? You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Oh, damn. Oh lord, we at the dinner table, young blood. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. You know, I mean, instant information, right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but in, in, in doses, you know, everything. Right, is- right. Every everything in doses, man. Everything in doses. Um shit, man. What's 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 it looking like on TV, man? What we've been what we've been watching. Oh, I've been watching right now. New season of succession just started. Now, if you thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> if, you if you haven't tuned in to succession, Ooh. man, I, I didn't think I would like it. And what's the old What's his name, bro? The Logan. 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 It's about a family. It's about. <laughs> oh man, that's my boy. It's about a family, uh, the Roy's, and they're yes, uber sir. rich. They're uber rich. They own a, a huge media conglomerate, Waystar, uh, yeah. Royco, and uh, man, it's crazy, man. Power struggle within the family. They're they they they're all business people. They're all hungry. They're involved in politics. They're involved in everything. Right? The yeah. media. Pretty much what we're talking about right now is kind of a perfect exactly segue. right. <laughs> Probably it's, it's a perfect segue because how do people you know control the media? You know what types of things do they want to see? Like right. is there anybody influencing it? You know what I mean? Right. They they try to stay hands off, but when you when you're involved in that, you kind of got sway. Exactly, exactly. Here, and look, like you said, these guys got money. They're trying to uh, you know affect elections and things like that right just like we were talking with the malaysian billionaire you know they're they're donating to things and not just they're donating but as a media company as well you know they're pushing certain messages about the election and things like that and they know what they can do they know what their influence is so yeah it's definitely crazy um yeah and this season's no different i mean logan you know he's back up to his old uh ways i think like you know last season he was trying to sell this season, he you know he reached a deal, so he's uh he's up up. He was already rich. He was always rich, but he's up up now. Super. And up. yeah, now you know now he's focused on the election, and you got his kids who are like, you know, they trying to establish themselves right now, and and you know maybe yeah. undercut a little bit. They going to mom. They doing back back deals. They you know they try to do anything they can. So this season's yeah. definitely ramping up. Yeah, it's ramping up already, man. And and the older actor is a Scottish guy, uh Brian Cox. Yeah, uh, shout out him. Yeah, yeah, shout out Brian Cox. He plays hey, he plays that role so good, bro. Hell of a role, bro. Yeah, hell of a role, hell of a role. Like if you're not watching Succession, jump in, man. Just give it a chance. It's three right. three seasons. The fourth season just started episode one. Um, man, it's 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 amazing, bro. I, I got locked in. I'm like, damn, this is you know, it's this is cutthroat, bro. This is cutthroat, and it really shows you how people, when they're ambitious, you know, who they're willing to step on. Because honestly, like I support him because he built the business and everything, but he's willing to step on his kids. He, he you know, he'll sell and whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his that's his term. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. That's hey, his thing. shout out cousin Greg for for hooking up in the crib. 
Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> hey, big, big Greg with the wristwatch, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know. <laughs> he, he, he tried to tell Shorty, he said, I'm a cousin, so that means I'm an honorary kid. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, bro, even even in that scene, you know, and, and big spoilers, big spoilers. I should have said spoiler alert a, a, a while ago. But um, I mean, she she was kind of funny when, you know, Greg brought his his like girl or his date in there and everyone's like looking at him on some like, why would you bring her in here? Is she vetted? Like, who is this peasant? And you're right. almost yeah. like, damn, all these rich folk again on the high horse. But then, you know, she kind of proves them right because she's out here on social media. She's trying to take selfies with Ro- with uh, Logan. Right. And, right, uh, you bro. know, essentially it's like, you know, what is she doing? Is she talking about the election? Is she talking about a deal? Now we got to go through her phone. So it's like, yeah, yeah, bet, definitely look at who you're bringing around this big money because right. it ain't just a public party. And, and it's crazy, bro. And that, and that kind of speaks to a deeper issue as well, man. Let's let's talk about this. Come on. Because people out here in the world, bro, even though these people with money are just regular people, they're yeah. just people like us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they got money, anything that they do is amplified. Right. Regardless, and not treated right. nicely. Anything they do is amplified. Is is they got the microscope on them? Mm-hmm. You know they they gonna cut them up for any little thing, right? To be honest with you, in that scene, at first I was like, I had to think about it because at first I was like, yeah, they tripping. You know, he just got him a little demo. He hit it in the room. It's all good, right? Right, right. But then, like you said, the shit turned. She tried. She walked up and just like took a selfie with Logan, the the right. the, the boss of all bosses. Right, right. <laughs> like. She's posting on social media, like, oh, we here giving away his location. Like, exactly. Look, like, like, look, man, like, you know, it's people who, you know, will try to do harm to him because right. of who he is or how much money he has. Right. And, you know, and, and it's messed up, man. Money turns people to monsters, you know. Mm-hmm. So and, and it's like uh, they have to be careful everything that they do, man. Everything that they do, they got to be careful. They say one thing, they got to be careful, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and just like the, like, yeah, big spoiler, big spoilers. Um, <laughs> big spoilers, bro. Like, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're going to watch it, if you're going to watch it, you see how we talking about it, right? We too, we, we you know, we too. Real, real shit, hey, man. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 it's good. It's good. I mean, bro, imagine you walk into a room and you see Jay-Z. Right. And you like, all right, maybe a girl might be able to get it off. But even then, no. Because, like, there was just a video of a private party, right? And there's this uh media gossip guy. Uh, Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked, and he took his phone out taking videos of Beyonce at this party, and Jay Z in the video snatches the phone out of his hand. You know, Jay Z's not worried about no assault charge. You know, because somebody who is petty could be like, "Oh, Jay Z assaulted me just for snatching the phone out your hand." Right. Jay Z's like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Like. This is a party, bro. Be like even thankful you're here around us. Like get out of here. Right. But imagine right. you walk up to Hove and you're like, come on, bro. That's come ridiculous, on, bro. Yeah. Ridiculous. I didn't even think about the location aspect of everything. Because look, in this day and age, yeah. Did it isn't that, you know, 
a reason why people knew where Pop Smoke was in L.A. Right. Because, you know, he, I mean, just Pop himself, you know, posting a picture of, you know, where he just was. You know, people, you know, found out and followed him and, you yeah. know, tragically we see what happened. But that stuff happens in real life now where you can't necessarily just post a location where you're at. Maybe you can post it like an hour or three hours later if you really want to post that you were somewhere. Right. But it is a it is a thing where, you know, you know, if you have some notoriety and you're you're posting your location, you got to wonder who knows about that. Who who's going to try to follow you? You know, who's going to try to pull up on you and get a glimpse and see where you are? And hopefully if somebody does pull up on you, they got good intentions. But a lot of times you can't wait to find out. So, yeah, yeah. that was definitely an aspect I didn't think about when, when looking at the show the first time. Yeah, 100 percent, man. When I saw that and like you, like she said, you, you know, she took a picture of Logan, posted on social media. What's the next thing people usually do? I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Tag where they at, you know? Right. And, and most people, like I said, if they don't live that lifestyle or they don't, or they've never faced those type of threats, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't even think about it. You know what right. I mean? That's right. even, you know, that, you know, that's even in, in certain jobs, bro. In certain jobs, if you're doing certain things or dealing with certain hazardous materials or whatever, you can't take a picture and post up where you at. You know what I mean? You, you, you know, bad stuff can be used for bad intentions. I know yeah. that for sure because like just doing, you know, training for for you know the uh government position mm-hmm. and whatnot, you know, a lot of that stuff is like don't post anything on social media. Mm-hmm. Don't take any pictures of don't take any pictures of like your desk or your workplace or anything because you don't want any little sliver of document to be in a picture where somebody can zoom in and get some type of information, try to figure something out. And it was crazy because when I got my like card renewed, you know, I had to go uh, to D.C. to, you know, the, the office. So I've been in the office and I'm thinking, OK, let me take a picture of my card. And then just text it to the group chat or something like that, like my family group chat. Right. So I'm taking the picture and I'm trying to text it. It's not going. Like I could send texts, I could get online, I could do this, but I'm trying to send that picture. And right. that picture was like bloop, bloop, bloop. Like I'm in the building. I even waited till I got outside the building. And I'm like, damn. Like I wonder if the technology is so good that it's like they know I'm connected to either their Wi-Fi or my signal is showing in that location. So when I take that picture, it's just going to automatically block all sending. Yeah. And I started to get a little like, oh, this is serious. This is deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not even letting you. Like, And I'm not even taking it. It's, it's my ID. It's my ID picture I'm trying to, like, take a picture of. But at the same time, you're in their building trying to send information. It doesn't matter what information. So, yeah, that shit is serious. I was like... There is, bro. And like, right. when I, even when I was in the service, my experience with that, right? When you on base, or when you certain places, or like on the ship, on deployment, stuff like that, man, you ain't no signal, bro. You got firewalls everywhere. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right, right. None of that, you know? And that's right. But that's for protection, you know? It's for safety. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah. And, and that's, you know, it's like I said, we touched on that. That's the aspect that I had to kind of think about, like, damn, why are they tripping on her? But it's true. Right. You, right. In this, you were in this room and, and you 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 had a great example, right? You were in a room with Beyonce and Jay-Z in a social, comfortable situation mm. where they could be themselves and you got the honor or whatever to, you know what I mean, uh, rub shoulders with these people. And, and, and you taking pictures and and, and and giving away locations like a you know what I'm saying like like, right, like a little in, group like you ain't <laughs> supposed to be in the room exactly like act like you've been somewhere before and that's the crazy thing because in this situation this girl is a plus one right. so people already were asking questions they already said it was a you know it wasn't a charity they said this isn't some what was she would she say she went she went uh super serious with him she said it's not no fuck party or after fuck party or some yeah, shit like that she, like she gave him the business bro she said, she said you ain't using this to uh gain points but yeah. um imagine if you are like a media person so you are semi-trusted and you're in the room and you still take out your phone like gee you can't stop for one minute like you're trying to get a scoop like what are you doing you're never going right. to be invited again Right, everything on the record, huh? Exactly, exactly. Like, come, on, come on, bro, you need permission for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hove, Hove almost went back to old Hove. You remember when he stabbed Un? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm Made saying, them take bro. the blame. <laughs> and, and, and not to and not to mention that's his wife. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it's not just money you're protecting, but that is your wife. Like, yo, family. Yeah, well, you, well, you see what Will did for Jagger. Come on. Exactly. Now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, bow, bow. Hey, I don't know if we spoke about it, but uh, did you look at the uh, Chris Rock special? I did. What'd you think about it? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, Took a little long, right? At this point, do we care? At this point, Will just, you know, he was trying to get forgiveness and he he's trying to move past it. He apologized multiple times. And I feel like Chris just kind of, I mean, it's his right to talk about it. But I mean, his shots at Will is kind of like, bro, you got slapped. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. <laughs> like, you got slapped, G. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Right. You can't uh, You can't jump back on that horse and try to ride it into the sunset on some money shit. You know what right. I mean? Like, and then it was crazy because, yeah. like, you might have thought the jokes could have been written a little bit smarter. And right. I only say smarter because, like, we know the situation. Right. Like, we know that there's going to be anger from your side, per se. But, you know, maybe a different perspective, maybe a perspective that we aren't expecting. You know, maybe something, but like, you know, the jokes were kind of just like, he's a bitch. He's a bitch. It's like, all right, I got it. I know you want to call Will Smith a bitch, but like, what? What else? Like, what's what's really going to grab us? You know what I mean? And maybe we've been spoiled because like, you know, somebody like Chappelle, he's not just a comedian anymore, right? He's like a, a think tank or like a thought leader in a sense, you know, so Chappelle can get on stage now and just talk about the news and people will like be like they'll laugh, they'll find it profound, they'll they'll try to decipher it, they'll say, damn, you know, Dave is really the voice of a generation and shit like that. He really is. He really right. is. Right. And somebody like, you know, Chris Rock, he he was that for sure. And I'm sure he still has glimpses of that. But you know, this stand-up was kind of just like at least the jokes for Will were just kind of set up to call him a bitch, to call Jada a bitch, 
and to you know kind of you know it was just kind of like all right i got it you're angry they bitches but like give me give me a different angle we know this you know what i mean like we know this you should know this like we under we know you're gonna be angry bro and maybe say saying, it bro. in a more creative way and that's what i'm saying bro if he if he wanted to make an impact he should have walked up there like man you know what fuck them you know what i'm saying jada jada fucking tripping will was fucking tripping he smacked me, but he did apologize. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna move past it. Right. We'll right. we'll we'll fuck you next 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 thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or or he could have done a whole stand-up and maybe just drop Will's name in like like you know, interchangeably or just on some small subtle shit like blah 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 blah. <laughs> not like uh, like not like Will Smith or blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, like how Will Smith tried to do me, you know, like little stuff. Cause you know, I I'm going to go back to Chappelle. You know, Chappelle, he does a good job of, in his stand-ups, really kind of like, you know, he'll set up like a big joke, and then throughout the whole stand-up, he might pepper in little, like, callbacks to the main joke, and then his, like, final joke will, like, bring everything full circle and be like, well, that's why. And then everyone will be like, yo, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't necessarily want to make... Chris Rock feel like he has to be Chappelle because I guess there was a few few times when he was making transgender jokes and stuff that of course that's something that um Chappelle like really went in on for a while and you know controversy and all that stuff you know came came next but you know when Chris Rock was doing his transgender jokes it was kind of like are you trying to be Dave are you trying to you know like this wasn't really like the bigger blacker and deafer chris rock you know what i mean the the, the early classic stand-ups you know like yeah but you know he's getting back on it you know i'll give him i'll give him his next stand-up for him to really like hit it out the park this this to me was kind of like a warm-up yeah when he was doing shit with uh when he was doing shit with my boy uh adam sandler when yeah he was, when he was doing everybody hates chris like right you know, I fucked with Chris Rock. Like you said, he had some stand-ups and they were good and shit. Like, bro, just kind of stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like uh, people want to reinvent themselves, but they make a mistake and try to reinvent themselves and uh, latch on to somebody else's style, kind of. Right, right, right. You know, so, so to your point, like, yeah, like it's kind of Dave Chappelle-ish. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, look, bro, we know Dave is profound right now and he has his position, but that's his right. position. And he built that position, right? Because he, he was continually that. speaking on, like, Dave is somebody who you can tell will pay attention to, like, political stuff and, and make his comments. And, you know, he's that guy who you now look to to kind of, you know, make statements about things, whether you agree with him or not. When he puts something out, it's right. a statement. So Chris Rock, I don't think he's ever been that type of comedian to kind of, like, rely on, like, uh, what current events and you know kind of give his you know he's always been you know he's going to kind of speak about society culture black culture things like that but yeah interesting interesting attempt <laughs> you know interesting, interesting. Attempt. interesting attempt man and I right. you know and, and comedians are comedians man they're meant to be edgy they're meant to you know what I mean uh, touch subjects that most people won't talk about so I mean, I support him. You know, he just, you know, I just hope he, he finds his way back to himself. You know what I mean? Goes out. Exactly. This is his comedic journey and he needs to 
He's to go down. His, his right, goal. and and now that he got back out in the public and he got, you know, he said what he said and he got his lick back at, uh, you know, Will. Lick back. You know right. <laughs> now, hopefully he could, uh, he could, like, drop all of that. Right. You know, he can release that weight off his shoulders and then get back to doing him because clearly he felt real like he had to do something. He had to say something. Now that he doesn't have that burden anymore, you know, let's just get back to the stand-up. Let's get back to the funnies. You know, let's get back to what you do best for show. So, you know, I ain't mad at it, but definitely could have been a little bit better. Definitely could have been been something. And speaking of of Will Smith, uh, Bel Air came back out with a new season. Yeah, I haven't tapped in yet. How's it looking? It's good. It's good. I've been a couple episodes. Um, Man, it's good so far. You know, they stayed true to... And to be honest with you, I was a little scared that everything that have that went on would affect it because it is based on his previous character. Um, but they let it ride, man. They let it ride, and uh, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good uh, a good storyline. So if you you know tap in, yeah, tap that's in. good. That's good. Um, yeah. Shit, one last show I definitely want to uh, go over is this Wu Tang on uh, it's on Hulu as well, and. I'm disappointed with this third season. It's a it's the final season of Wu Tang, but I'm Who's just it? disappointed. Dave, Dave East, Dave East, he's playing Method Man, but he was barely in this season. Hmm. Um, you know, like the when the first season of Wu Tang came out, it was like how they all met. So at first, a lot of people were like, "Damn, when are we gonna get into like the real good shit?" But it really picked up steam, and it was a great season. You know, it basically showed how they formed Wu-Tang in the beginning, how they were all kind of separate, how they built that bond, how they finally did join together and be a group. And then the second season, that's when they were signed. That's when, you know, 36 Chambers dropped. That's when they're rapping and shit like that. And then this third season, you would think like, okay, we're going to see them on tour. We're going to really see them like live in this fame. And this third season has been focused on kind of like, everybody's solo projects because you know you had 36 chambers but wu-tang was also a group that it was history because the group had one deal and you remember the group had nine members so the group has one deal and each nine of the members also got separate solo deals whether it's at the same label or somewhere else so these guys was like really making bread like they was solidified so this third season, you kind of see the creation of each person's solo album. Right. And in the second season, what I really liked is they started going into like kind of like, I'm not going to say Atlanta territory, but they kind of had a little, you know, trippy elements here and there to really depict somebody's imagination. So right. when, you know, the RZA is making a beat, instead of you just seeing him make a beat, he's making a beat, but then he's actually seeing the people who sing on the sample that he's like chopping up in front of him. And when he's chopping it up, they're kind of getting chopped up and stuff like that. So, you know, like, Hey, this didn't really happen, but RZA really did make this beat. And now they're just being creative in how they portray his imagination. Cause his imagination is like playing out live while he's making this beat. And I thought that was a really cool thing that they did. But this season three, I feel like they, OD'd on that idea of just visualizing creativity of visualizing people's imaginations because like damn bro it's like whole episodes 
are now like fantasy. I'm like, did you guys run out of something to write? Right. Like, you know, it they like one episode was dedicated to ODB making his album. And in like the first like you know ten minutes, it's like money, don't exactly the first like few minutes he's like in the studio. He's trying to he's trying to rap. He's trying to do this. They're actually trying to just get him to the studio because he's a wild boy. You know what I mean? He's a wild dude. So he's out there partying, drinking, drugging, whatever. They finally get in the studio. Riz was playing him all these hard beats. He's like, bro, that's not me. And he's like, we got to turn in this album soon. And he's like, so who is you? So, of course, he starts talking about 70s and this and that. And then you see them start to develop the song that you were just singing. You know, Baby, I Got Your Money. And while they're doing all that, it just goes back into a time. It's not even showing, like, you know how I was saying, like, visualizing um, imagination. It just yeah. goes back into the time where ODB is playing some comedian in the 70s. And I'm like, oh, we doing one of those. You know how you see TV shows where someone has a dream and the whole show is now the dream? Right. It's almost kind of like a waste of away. Right. It's like episode. Yeah, yeah. But like every single episode of that season, and then this is the final season. I'm like, gee. The Jizza episode came on, and all of a sudden it's chess, it's aliens, it's this, it's that. It's like we're not in reality anymore. Right. Like it's cool if you did this for a little bit to depict, but now you got whole standalone episodes that are just straight fantasy. It's like all right. you diluting the the you know. Right. I wonder it was ah. like, did people stop participating? Like, what's this? Because the Wu Tang yeah, show could have gone Right. <laughs> the Wu Tang show could have gone off for a minute, in my idea. But right. now it was like, yeah, just cancel this shit, bro. Third season. Dead it, bro. That's <laughs> over. Shit is done. done. Shit is done, man. That's it, man. Method, the RZA, the Jizza, ODB, Inspect the Deck, Ghostface Killer. And the Wu Tang Clan. Hey, you really knew all them names. I see you. <laughs> Hold on. Look, look. You, you knew him. I was listening to Wu Tang. I, I said Inspector. Motherfucker. Yeah. They always forget Inspector Deck. <laughs> Yeah. Move it on your left. <sighs> hey, well, now that we speak of music, man, um, like you said earlier, we're gonna end this episode off with uh with a what a, a rare awareness track, um, and things like that. You you know, and yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna keep uh keep rocking until this hundredth episode. That's um, it. Sheesh, let me just let me make sure next week. I'm on calendar open for me. So next week, Tuesday, we can record. Or actually, like we said, we're gonna try to see if we can go back to Sundays. And instead of recording so late, maybe we can start recording, you know, <laughs> mid-afternoon like we used to and whatnot. Take it back to the days. But um yeah, man, next week, like you said, we're going to be in Toronto, so then I'll be able to uh, speak with 12 see if he can come on to the show, um, see if we can really get a super epic uh, 100th episode. But yeah, man, we're definitely going to be um, reaching out to people this next week and, and seeing who all we can get for this 100th episode, man, because it's going to be big. We're approaching it. We're approaching it, you know, so let's let's uh, let's shoot for the stars, man. 
That's it, bro. I ain't mad at it. Hell no. You know, we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it going. Yes, Hot sir. Yes, sir. Complex, like Hot my 97, man. baby. We out here. That's it. That's the car. Oh, yeah. Kids call it touching grass, so you gotta get some sun. If you gotta roll some grass, go ahead and get you some. Gotta get up off your ass, take a walk and take a run. Hope you learn something in class, you are not the only one. Even if you get it last, it never meant that you was dumb. That was mean and you got numb, and don't forget you always got one, a friend in me. I told you you can talk to me, I'm not your enemy. And if you want to, then you should, you can depend on me. Can I depend on you? What does it mean if we are family, friend, gang, or crew? What it mean is if I see you fall, I gotta pick you up and vice versa. I write these verses so they can know I've been through the struggle. Welcome to the huddle. How will we get out over from being under? I wonder, broken glass everywhere. Don't be scared, cause that shit is broken everywhere. It don't matter if you get down, you should take a go round. You just might like what you see. I'm trying to be the rack Wanted to give you all the rest So you can see the best version of me And we can heal the others hurting and see How that can help the world Try to find a version of peace If we can serve in any form of relief Instead of serving in the army Fighting in the Middle East We need to find a way to the middle And listen at least Then maybe we can start to see A way up out of the heat If you don't do it now you will repeat I'm trying to get it right Move my feet Better direction It is better than stressing About the past or the future I don't I listen to future I know that liberty mutual Is for insurance But in this world we got family if you need assurance So you can get up on the phone and you can let me hear it And I'ma listen, holler back and I'll even encourage Get out, get up off your ass and get to exploring Know it's important now It don't matter if you get down You should take a go round You just might like what you see What? What? Pretty bitches all gon' be the same Why your petty business following my name? Now I'm doing it again It don't matter if you're what? down You should take a go round You just might like what you see It don't matter if you're down You should take a go round You just might like what you see